Hi and welcome to episode 29 of the Barnsley Museums podcast. I'm Michael, the Digital Engagement Curator at Barnsley Museums, and in this episode we commemorate the anniversary of the Warnley Floodmore disaster. The explosion at the Carlton Pit in the early hours of 6th of August 1936 killed 57 miners, and the only survivor died a week later in hospital making it one of the worst coal mining disasters in South Yorkshire in the 20th century. In our sound archive we have lots of interviews of miners by local author and historian Brian Elliott and in this podcast we have collected six of those with interviews of miners who worked at the pit at the time of the, of the disaster or lived nearby. These recordings are all from around 2003 and the sound quality does differ in places but I think you'll agree it's worth listening to them in full. First up we're going to hear from George Kemp. Now you know when you were a lad of about 15 or 16, there was a terrible disaster, a disaster at the you? pit. Ah. And it happened early in the morning on the 6th of August. But you wouldn't have known about it when you set off to work, probably. No. Can you recall what happened when you, you got to the pit? We were to catch bus in Barnsley. It was Fightman's return to go to Old Carlton. When we got there, it had gone up at night. It had an explosion that occurred at night. There were uh, people, women, I suppose, some at bands that were in their arms. There were uh, a lot of people there at yard. Did you see an ambulance or any police there? Ah, ah there were ambulance and police there. But there weren't many cars in them days. There were no cars. There were a lot of people. Ah, there were a lot of people. Yeah. What did they ask you to do then when you got there? Well, it must have been a terrible shock well, to you. Well, it was a uh, building still there that they, they told us old lads to go in. They were like towed loco sheds where they used to put fires at locos or two or three lo- old locos. And uh, we went to there for. Uh, out at way, and uh, we got us checks out, told local sheds, well down over there. You just waited there, did you? Ah, uh, uh, we got out at cold because there were big fires. Mm. Did you get a glimpse of any rescue team? <laughs> no, because they kept us in there, you know, the one that picked up dogs, kept us in, all, all picked up lads in this local shed. There were a lot of casualties, George. Oh, there were. Did you, did you see any, any no. of that? No. No, I yeah. didn't see any. Yeah. No. Eli Sumnall, what union man did at time. Yeah. He used to live down bottom end of Wakefield Road. But uh, it was a, a dark, depressing morning when we got there. Did they keep you long waiting or did well, they send you home early? We... Uh, Got us checks out uh, to prove we'd been to Pete that morning. And uh, it was about 11 o'clock. They come round and said to us, if you wanted, you could catch a bus home. You know, to come back home. What did you talk about to, to other young lads then? Can you well, remember? Well, we didn't know. We were upset as far as that goes. But uh, really, conversation because we were out of way 
I think the, the doctor who came was Dr. Henderson. Did you, did you remember him being around or...? He used to live Victoria Road, his, his surgery boy, and he was Pete, Pete Doctor for the thing. Yeah. I saw him once. Yeah. I saw him once and... Now then, George, you know, after Warncliffe Woodmore disaster, disaster, I don't suppose you remember a special concert that was put on in... Yes. To try and raise some money? Yes. For the dependents and so on? George told me, come and it was... Was it, it at the Alhambra? It was at the Alhambra picture place and we... Did you go? Yes. Me and three or four of mates went and... Uh, You'd be lucky to get entry then, would well, you? Well, it, it was threatened to pick gallery, you know. Yeah. And we went to... Because he was famous, wasn't he, George oh, well. Formby? And oh, his well. wife? He worked, uh, he, he worked main... Uh, at that time, he worked uh, main at, at wireless, yeah. you know. Do you remember anything about the concert, the atmosphere? <laughs> Did anybody speak about the disaster? Well, well, he came about a month after. He came and... Uh, he gave, gave his services to Lambert Picture Place in aid at disaster. Right, what disaster George phoned me. Yeah. That's the only thing, well... I think there was a band there, the, the, oh. the Dodworth Bra Prize Bra band played. Oh, I couldn't, mm. I couldn't say about that. Yeah. But uh, I know we went to Lambert Picture Place and... Uh, I bet it was... I bet it were full, oh, wasn't packed. it? You were packed. Yeah. Were packed. Yeah. yeah. When you got when you went back to Pit George, day after days after, I mean it must everything must have been very sombre. Oh I was sad at that time. I was because there were some lads that we knew that had been killed in accident, you know. Next up we have Ron Palmer who worked at the, at the mine in 1936 and at the time he was just a teenager. Were you at Carlton when disaster took place yeah, in 1936? Uh, yeah, this one just started there. And uh, this day it blew up, yeah. an hour or two on. And uh, they sent to our house, the 15, 16 year old, just to come to the pit straight away. I got picked up that day. He said, just go down, Pete. I said, me? And it's blown up, 15, 16 years old. He said, I've got to go down, Pete. And Tuck arrived in. They bring it men out, and what is it, 30 or 40? There were 57 killed. 57. Yeah. And uh, I was stood there with a book. And they were carrying him out, upset you. They got the face, never forget it. The face. Jack Robinson run it. Jack Robinson. Well, you had to write it down, did you? I had to write it, the names down on a piece of paper. Tommy Tedlow had on it, and I was there writing it down. 15 years old, 16. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it obviously must have upset you a lot. No, it didn't upset me. It was a regular thing. Was it? What? Regular thing. Yeah. They used to carry him out at one time. They used to Carry him on out every shift. Had their fingers up. 
Sounds of The third interviewee is George Rawson. What about that disaster at Carlton then, George? Do you have any memories of that? I've a lot about that in here. Because that was 1936, wasn't it? Yeah. In August, August the 6th. I... I mean, you weren't employed at Carlton then, but you lived in the locality. Ah, yes. Yeah? Well, that year, 1936, I preached... I prayed probably my first sermon as a local preacher in Smithers Chapel. August the 6th was that day of that explosion. That's correct. Yes. yes. And I remember it rightly because my old superintendent at Sunday school, Mr Herbert Hall, he was one of the victims. And I've got quite a few names in. Mr Hulson, he was killed there in it. That's a copy of the the put the daily paper at that time of the day which recorded the uh, the Leeds Mercury yeah. explosion. Yeah. This is a list, a napkin that was produced with the name of all who died yeah. on it in there. And Mr Hall's on, Mr Brown, he was the last man to come out. No, this uh, Brown was the last man to come out. Batemans, their two boys come to the chapel. Boyds, they lived near to us. Olsen, they came to the chapel. They lived again, the old school. And Mr Owen, all these people were, most of them known to me because they were young men in the village of Carlton when I was there. That's a picture of the memorial service that was held outside of Town Hall. Did you go to that, George? I took, no, I, I, I did go to it, but you know how near I could get? At the bottom of Regent Street. Goodness. Because the street was that packed, I mentioned so that. So crowded. I yeah. couldn't get near to it, no. Yeah. I understand that George Formby came to, to give a special concert at the Alhambra. Uh, do I mention that there? I know Reverend Luke Wiseman conducted the service. Hmm. Anyway, what did you feel about that that disaster? It must have been very upsetting and worrying. At Carlton. Yeah, because you, oh, you, yes. you knew a lot of the people. Because I knew them, you see. You were reminding right, all yeah. so, There's several of them all live within stone from our door and put back cottages at that time, which of course is Bridge Street now. That didn't yeah. put you off mining then? No, didn't seem to do, no. Next, we're going to hear Jack Parkin's recollections of the 1936 disaster. Did you get to know about that terrible disaster at Warncliffe Woodmore in 1936? Do I remember? They're not really like a me without rain and that. Well, that was a day to be remembered because the disaster day was exactly that which was we never got days like that in uh, August. In yeah. August. Yeah. Terrible. How did you get to know about it then? A woman with a baby in a pram. I said, it's a bad day to us, but club trip. Thinking, really, being it, what trip? She says, Jack, hey, come here, lad. 
I said, what's up, Lord? She said, don't I know what Pete's going up? I said, we get leaky. Hi. I thought, yes, that's her husband, one of them. Yeah. Did, did you go to Pitt yourself? I walked up straight to, to see uh, what, what it was like. Uh, and they couldn't get it picked out. I think Barnsley were playing Arsenal. There were that many people there. Yeah. It's just gone up about half past two, I think, in the morning. Yeah. It was a terrible wet day. Parson King, Vicky, said it was in the morning we watched it happen. Because they never got days like that. Yeah. I, I so what do, you, what do you remember about the scene at the pit top then? Would there be a lot of, lot of people there? People there. Parson King was running around comforting people. Yeah. And you know our school, which was that corner? Yeah. They were taking all bodies in there, they used that promotion. Uh, did you see any bodies coming out yourself? No, oh, no, they could not go out to the rock of a duck. Yeah. Aye. The rock rescue men aye. teams aye. were there. My uncle Lewis Hall did all undertaking. Yeah. Aye. And when they were burying next week, you know where you go out for service corps there? It was that talk, it was melted tar at Rowan, oh. under us as Really? Aye. It was a sad day for the village that then, Jack. But it was a terrible day for this community. Yeah, Herbert Hall, what lived against Big Gimmel, he was a deputy and he, uh, he used to do preaching at chapel. He was one, then further up street, you know where you lived, Gill, and just below Dick Wright, he got killed. And then on Brookfield Terrace, Sis Chapman got killed. Well, you knew quite a few of Oh, of course I did. And I knew some Scargills and them from some of Do you remember any of the... You mentioned funerals. Did you, did you actually witness some of the funerals then? I watched them. You watched oh, them. Oh, yeah. Wasn't there a special service as well in Barnsley? I can't recall that. Yeah. No. But, yeah. uh, years later, after war days, we yeah. went down Lidget. They call it Blackett, what went up. We went by it and opened out to face at the other side of it. Somewhere they all got killed. Yeah. The next clip is by Fred Elliott. That happened in the uh, Eggmore Lidget scene. And it happened on the night shift. So you weren't... And I I didn't do a night shift then, I was on days. So how did you get to know about Explosion then? Oh, you're supposed to get to know, Brian. Get to know straight away. I went to the pit live at My brother went down. He worked down there, my brother. Which one, Frank? No, Lawrence. He went down as a rescuer. They asked for some rescuers to go down. 
He went down as a rescuer during his... Uh, seemed like on the top when you got there, do you remember? Oh, there were crowds of people around. There were uh, the rescue men with all the things on the backs. Was there any ambulances there? Oh, there were everything, yeah, everything. Did you know any men who were killed? No, you couldn't get, you were fenced up, you know, right, yeah. and they had a thing around. Yeah. Did you know any men that were killed there? Yeah, I do. There were some car from, men from Carlton. Do you remember any of the names? No, then. Not quite. One of them lived in Grey's Road. Did you work with any of them, or? No, because they were in a different scene. Yeah. So when, what happened after, you know, a couple of days afterwards then? Could you go into work or...? Oh, we, we never stopped going to work. You continued working? Yeah. Even day after? Mm -hmm. We continued working. You see, nothing to do with the scene I was in. What about... Uh, Funerals and services, do you remember any of those days? No, I don't, Brian. I can't remember what. The only thing I remember about it, during the uh, explosion, and when the uh, safety men and all that went down, I can remember bringing the bodies out, and they used to take them to what they call the low landing. The chair stopped at the low landing, they didn't go right to the top, and the bodies were brought out at the back way and taken into the old school. And they were put in there. What, the school that you went to? Yeah. So did you see any of the bodies being brought out? Oh, no, I didn't see them being, no. Yeah. It was all done. There was one man brought out alive, and he died after. Well, the only VIP visitors came to the village then, you remember? I remember George Formby being coming. Yeah. Did you see him at all? I didn't actually see him. They were crowded in the pit yard, Brian, you know. Yeah. Crowds. And you couldn't get... You couldn't get right to the, you, where the steps went up to the colliery and that. You couldn't get any further up to the... Uh... It's time for the final clip, and this is Walter Caswell. Going back a bit earlier, Walter, uh, when you were working at 1, 2 and 3, there was a terrible disaster there in yeah. 1936. Do, do you remember that at all? I offered my services to go and help three of us, mm. and they wouldn't let us. And you were working at four and five then? Yeah, they wouldn't let us. Mm. They said we weren't good enough. <laughs> We'd been mm. working down a bit. One of them, he was a trammer, you know, he was a shove truck, full tubs up and down underneath. Yeah. Another one worked at the screens at four and five, and there was me electrician. And they said we weren't uh, good enough to go down and help. Uh, mm. We wanted to go down and help them at work. Yeah, yeah. Hurt. Yeah. And what about your father then? Was he? He, he was. He was in that team. 
He was in the rescue team. Yes, he was took the rescue team down. Right. That's what that's what they are doing there, I think. So he must have worked in terrible conditions oh. after disaster. Yeah. Mm. Did he talk much about it? So no. Now my sister, mm. who was the nurse, she started at Beckett's. Yeah. And she worked she worked as a maid for her sister Colson. And it was her that got her started on uh, nursing because my dad used to take her all over with him and he always used to have her reciting what, all, what was the name of all the bones in the body and where all the uh, uh, arteries and points were at these competitions. Hmm. Bragging her off, you know. Right. Right. And she, and when uh, they found out at hospital, started being a nurse mm. and uh, <coughs> she got on pretty well passed mm. all her exams there she was pretty clever pretty clever and they called her Elena mm. so didn't they take quite a lot of the bodies to the school oh yes they took them into the board school in the disaster. girls school mm. and she was laying them out her uh, uh, and uh, another nurse called Bateman Mm. They were laying them out. Mm. I think it's amongst these right. write-ups. And she was all. My mother was washing her things, you know, pinafores and all that. They were all mm. splashed with blood and all sorts. Mm. Mm. And <coughs> she, she did a, a good job there. Mm. Thank you as ever for listening to the Barnsley Museum's podcast. We'll be making more of Brian Elliott's interviews available in future episodes of this podcast and also via the Barnsley Museum's SoundCloud page.